I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode, what number are we at? 836 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm back. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by none other than Ben Funky Askren, who's fresh off a battle with Aussie Man Strongboy, and I'm not sure he won this battle. And to my right, James Dean Raider. What's up, Ben? How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I, I was thinking... We didn't really talk about the freestyle worlds that much. We have like, we got a lot of ground to cover here. Um, it would have been nice if you you didn't lean so much towards the grappling and we could have actually, uh, you know, talked about the worlds last week. Well, we can talk about it now. Uh, and <laughs> a lot of it, a lot of it would have happened after the, uh, even the Friday show was Saturday yeah, and Sunday. That is true. A significant amount of, of action. And, um, at the top, of course, congratulations to Team USA on, uh, Overall, very successful world championships for sure. The men winning was tremendous. The ladies wrestled extremely well, also. Um, and and USA back on top on the men of the men's freestyle world, which is outstanding and something we knew would be tough to do. And kind of Iran had a couple of their big guns fall and not contribute, and our guys all stepped up. And we had some I don't know surprise performances, but guys who hadn't meddled meddled. You know, you had yeah. Zane make the finals. You had Yanni make the finals. Gilman back in the finals. So strong performances there. But for um, for all that, I, I think the biggest piece of news out of it is is the Kyle Dake move to to Nittany Lion Wrestling Club. Um, after winning his fourth title, he's won four. He won four NCAA titles. Won four world titles. Olympic medal. Um, all in Ithaca, New York. All you know. He went to high school. In Ithaca, Lansing High School, wrestled at Cornell, four-time NCAA champion at four weights, makes an Olympic team, wins a bronze, wins four medals. He's headed to to Nittany Lion Wrestling Club, which is a a a trend we've seen. Right, we've seen, and his impact on Nittany Lion. I don't know if it'll be as tremendous an impact as just what it says. Right, more so than him actually be, being there. That you have wrestlers from really. 
the, the most successful, the most tradition-rich programs are now just continually, routinely saying, I, I need to leave this place and I have to go here to reach my, my full wrestling potential. You've got, you've got Kyle Dake, who is at Cornell, which is, you know, unquestionably one of the more successful programs in the country. Iowa with Gilman, Ohio State with Snyder. Yeah. They're all they're leaving there to go to, to Penn State to train. And well, well, Christian, I we I don't want to say I didn't bring this up before, but I I know Penn State has outstanding coaching, but a big part of this too is their ability to fund this. And I brought up how much of a discrepancy this was. You guys published the article a whole bunch of years ago. And I, I think that's like a factor that can't really be ignored because it's like, how do you literally, how do you find all of these guys in one place? And I mean, obviously for these guys in the development, it's really outstanding, but you know, you have to be able to fund them. Um, otherwise the people just aren't going to come. I, well, obviously yes. But do, do you think, uh, I, I would be surprised if this was if a decision reached financial well, for financial reasons. Ben is saying but factor it, factor one is getting better at wrestling. But if you cannot fund me, it doesn't matter what factor one is. You can't go. Correct. If you yes, okay yeah. cannot. All right. Well, let's say this: paid. if if funding's equal, Cornell and Penn State, which is p- potentially true. Do you think he goes to Penn State? Do you think Cornell wouldn't ma- be able to match? I'm not trying to minimize no, the impact it's, it's of money. That, I mean, who who could? Okay, is there any other program right now? And I'm I'm not trying to deny their coaching, but I'm just saying we need to acknowledge the funding as a huge impact. Also, who else could afford all these dudes? Um, I don't know. Nobody. I mean, I think the I think the real answer is nobody. Nobody else. And you know what? They happen to be really good at coaching, so it kind of works out. I'm not even mad about it, but it is it is worth acknowledging that. Okay. A major factor. Yes, they are. They are obviously paying these guys, but I, I don't. To me, that is not the. That it's not the reason, yeah. but it is. You need that to get yeah. all these. Yeah, guys. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like the t- to me, wrestlers are they're making they don't they're not in this sport for the the financial opportunities, right? They're in it to to win, and that's that's priority one for all the wrestlers is winning, and there's yeah. that's what is being prioritized. That's here. why if it and that's why I, I think a, it devolving to a financial discussion is like. I don't know. I guess it sure, it, sure okay, but like, we'll, let's we'll, talk about the. We'll the I mean, it. the wrestling is the reason it's happening. Correct, yeah. but it, it's a scenario. Okay, of... I get it. I get it. <laughs> all, right, all right, I understand we'll they're getting paid. For your sake. All right. I thought this would be more wrestling related, but yes, obviously they're getting paid to go there. Um, okay. Well, I guess that's it. We can move off well, of that. It, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't oh, understand. I, I, I think non Penn State fans probably want to hear it, but. This is going to be good for Team USA in terms of bringing home medals on the world stage. Like having all these guys, all of our world teamers training together, not all, many, 60, 70%, whatever, training in one room. Yeah. That's good. Not to mention so, the, but the depth. Is it good though? Uh, so I'll, I'll, do the, I'll do the pushback. And, and strictly in terms already... of bringing home medals. Well, let, me, let me push back. Let me push back a little bit. Um, when you have all these other guys, other places. So listen, Kyle Snyder was winning before he went to Ninja yes. Lion. So was Kyle Dake. Thomas Gilman, I think, would be the one you could say he's taking a noticeable step up, like big one. Um, but so when Kyle Snyder was at Ohio State, I think he was positively impacting those around him. Say a, a Colin Moore um, got a lot better because of him and, and a few other people. 
Um, Kyle Dake, I think you'd say, had a huge impact on Yanni's performance and uh, and evolution and how good he's gotten. And so when you have some of these guys other places, um, they're creating depth, right? And that was one of the things I think we saw in America today is like, honestly, some of our guys are having better matches at the U.S. Open and the World Team Trials than they are at the Worlds. I looked yesterday, I actually counted because I was curious. Uh, I believe it was 41 total matches wrestled by Americans in freestyle. 19 ended in tech balls and 15 ended in tech ball, uh, tech ball or pin shutouts, right? So where they shut them out and pin them or tech ball them. Um, Can I so th- make a point why I think that is and why that is changing? Why? Well, hold, hold, on, hold on, let me finish my point and then we okay. can talk about that. But um, so these guys are having way more competitive. You know, Dake is having a really close battle with Jason Knoll, right? Or. Um, uh, Zane's had a really close battle with Jordan Oliver, and so we have we have great depth in America. Honestly, if and we're seeing it with Seabass, and we're seeing it with Miles and me, and we're seeing it with these other guys. That if the Americans go to other teams, they have a decent chance of meddling. So I I think having all the best guys in one place might actually not be best for the depth factor, right? Because because you you're not having Kyle Dake teaching Yanni and etc., and you're not having Kyle Snyder work with Colin Moore etc. Um, so if they're all bundled in one place, maybe it's not best for depth. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure. I said yeah. depth is different than top guys being the best they can be and bringing home their but highest that's potential medal. That's part of meddling is being able to have a lot of good people pushing each other. I mean, True. that's a big part of it. True. And eventually in the next handful of years, all these guys' time will come to an end. As will all of ours. <laughs> soon uh, we'll return to the dust. Um, so I, I, another an interesting aspect out of this is the Nolf factor. You know, Nolf was right there to not right there, but it was pretty close, pretty close final X battle. And now that guy's going to be in the room with you. Does Nolf remain there? Um, yeah, I don't. Actually, Nolf was at ADCC. I talked to him briefly. He was there. Did you in. ask him? Well, this was before it was announced. Um, oh, okay. I think. He's oh, right. Oh, but yeah, and I would not have. And maybe it was out there, but I was not going to ask him. He's like, been hanging out around jujitsu a little yeah. bit recently. He was at B Team not too long ago. He rolled with the Tackets also in uh, Fight Factory. So yeah, he's a. Uh, I think he'd be amazing uh, at jujitsu if he transitioned. I don't know. He's if he will. so close. I mean, his, his final X was so 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 close. I was actually thinking with the world title, I mean, one of the bigger things I was thinking about is we're thinking about big picture for America. And it, it's actually not all the dudes being bundled in one place at Penn State like is going to happen. And um, I'd have to really think about If I really thought about it, I'd have to think about whether I think that's a real big positive or negative. I'm actually somewhere in the middle on that, kind of like I laid out. But I was thinking, and I don't know if it was, I was in those meetings, so I don't know if it was Zeke Jones or whomever was the one who architect the RTC system. Uh, it feels like that is so impactful. It feels like that's the thing. And, you know, I guess, I, and if you guys want to push back, what other factors have led to America's resurgence as a real wrestling power? Because we're doing it at all levels right now uh, of men's freestyle. I feel like it's the RTCs because there's so many guys that are being funded to stick around and wrestle longer. And then they're sticking around and helping the college guys also. So I, I think that's a huge factor. So I was thinking, wow, you know, Zeke, uh, Zeke Jones, if he was the one that really architected this, because I think that's what I remember hearing, but I'm not certain. Um, like that's pretty cool to see all this come to fruition, you know, a decade later or whatever. 
Yeah, I, I think it it does come down to that. Um, when you look at how many guy, how many of the medalists are are Division One coaches for us, I think n- none is the answer. Um, Seth is was is on staff at Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and he, you know he had a, he had a great performance. But I think in general, you're seeing our, our best wrestlers are either college wrestlers like you know Yanni Dayton last year, um, or they're just full-time training, and I think that is a huge impact. And if we probably looked back, you know, 2006 through 11-ish, that was probably not the case. But also, I think a lot of um, – I do think that got the ball rolling. I do think the rules have helped USA a lot as well. Um, but we are also significantly better. Yeah. Funding and emphasis on age-level – yeah, freestyle that's, as well. That's a big one. Helped look at a guy like Yanni who's been doing Cadet Worlds, Junior Worlds, and now Senior yeah. Worlds. Yeah, a lot, a lot more international. Yeah, international is also. Yeah, there's a lot more opportunities, not just out of uh, just just to make world teams. It's just so much more emphasized now uh, than it was. Yeah, I, think that's a big I, part I feel of like it. America's really rolling, and I, so I think you know I, I outline the RTCs, but yeah, I, th- I think there's a multitude of factors that kind of like all pushing into one. Um, but it really does feel like, and I know I know Russia wasn't there. I I totally get that, right? Well, you know what I think, say ten years ago plus, like there were some years where we weren't beating Georgia or uh, Ukraine or somebody. Yeah, there was years where we weren't beating those people. And now that thought that thought feels kind of ridiculous that oh we're gonna go lose to Georgia or Ukraine or something like that like man that ain't happening like we're gonna smash them yes you know and we're probably gonna smash them with our twos or smash them with our threes like we're gonna go like a couple levels deep and beat them pretty badly yeah our depth is is really growing for sure um, I mean look at I mean there's so many different weights you could look at I think we we would probably medal. Um, a couple, a couple different, couple different athletes. So yeah, yeah. I don't, uh, go ahead. A big reason I think we are making it farther in tournaments, even with guys like Gross who wrestled for medal, and the reason we're seeing more dominant matches as well. They seed one through eight now. We are no longer hitting Russia, Iran, Azerbaijan. In the first round, for mm-hmm. the most part, yeah, that that like, is a big that two. is yeah, huge, yeah. Like, but I was so I was thinking about that JD because I so I think that's I think that's a big factor um, as to why um, maybe we're getting more tech falls because it, it's you know you're not getting the best guys early, but in, in theoretically in that though if if more better guys are hitting early right and you're not getting those those uh, lopsided results then theoretically some of your not so good guys are also going to sneak through because they just got a lucky draw. And I think, you know, again, if I start looking and thinking, you know, 10, 15 years back. So I, you know, I think America really started to kind of take that jump up um, really right around when Burroughs did. So, you know, who knows, maybe that, that was a lightning rod also um, like 11, 12, 13 is when we started moving in a really positive direction. I think uh, all these factors are coming together, but we weren't having to just sneak through like maybe once in a while, but it was, it was pretty rare. I mean, in that era, we were getting a couple medals a year. There was, there was no eight medals a year. We got, no, we got nine. No, we got eight. We got eight. We had eight in the final. I mean, so even if Russia's there, what they move us all down by one place. Let's just imagine the worst case us. scenario. Yeah. 
Worst case scenario, they move you down by one place. That's still eight medals. Like that wasn't happening anywhere between the year of 2001 and 2012. Not happening. No. And so, even, like, yeah, there, there's been a market jump of all of all of America. Um, and where, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, you're too young to remember this, JD, but it was like, yeah, when you went to Worlds in the mid 2000s, or you know, if you could watch it, where you, you really couldn't, like, you could maybe find a few clips online or a few results. It was it was really hard. But you'd be like, oh man, we got we got Kyrgyzstan first round. That's going to be hard. We got Georgia first round. That's going to be hard. You know, like that was kind of how people thought about it. We were getting a, a couple medals a year. We weren't having. I could be wrong. Someone correct me. I, there were. I don't believe there was any years from 2001 2012 where we got six medals or five medals. I yeah. don't think that happened. Yeah. No, very rare. It was it was tough. Um, really up till. 2012, it started, you know, Jordan and Jake Barner winning was huge. And then 13, yeah. we started to really uptick. And then from 14 on, it's uh, get, getting yeah. better and better. And kind, and kind of at all levels too, right? The juniors. So, you know, I, I think mm-hmm. the RTC is big. I think the be- better youth coaching is, is really big. I think, you know, the RTCs goes along with people being paid in sponsorships. So wrestlers are wrestling longer, which is, that's big. Um, I think more international level exposure earlier. I think that's a really big factor. So yeah, there's a bunch of these things that kind of are, are culminating in America being a real wrestling powerhouse. And man, yeah, like Seabass battling with Bajrang. I, I would actually, I, maybe this isn't the discussion for now, but you know, like Seabass and Michich didn't have, they weren't killing people at NCAs and they go and they, they let, I mean, one of them medaled and the other one damn near medaled. Yeah. at the worlds. I mean that's that's kind of crazy to me. So Seabass, who um, didn't medal made semis. He did not make NCA semis. Yeah, it's it's, it's wild. Um, so yeah, so I think the depth in America is is really outstanding, and I you know I think there's probably a second guy at each weight class. Like hey, sixty one Dayton Fix medal last year. You know, uh, Jordan Oliver had a way closer match than pretty much anyone with Zane until the finals. Right. Um, you know, is he going to medal also? I'm not sure. Same thing with Jason Nolf. Besides the Iranian, he was closer to Kyle Dake than anybody. You know, we could kind of go through. You know, Burroughs lost the match to Marstella. Yeah. So our depth is really outstanding. Yeah, it's it's nuts. And um, why don't we kind of do uh, just kind of go weight by weight and discuss weight by the- weight. Cool. discuss the performances because um, there are so many great ones a lot and even when we didn't come home with medals i think there's all a lot of things to yeah. be excited about uh so gilman makes his um third world final comes home with the with the silver medal against uh abakarov of albania becoming their first world champ he's russian he's from dagestan i don't know it says albania <laughs> God, i've got albania <laughs> down on the chart hey. Can I, the can same I place as question? Next question. Yeah, I'll allow it. Uh, I don't. I don't, I want to rain on our American parade because we're, we're we're jacked this morning. Is there a possibility that there was because of what was happening with Russia and Ukraine this year, there was less Russian transfers to other places, and that that would have made the brackets easier? Because obviously, when, when we look at you know when you guys do rankings, Russians often occupy somewhere between say five and eight spots of the top twenty. And then, as we know, a lot of them generally transfer once they can't make right. the team as the number one. Did that not happen this year as much? Cause, I mean, obviously, this guy's a transfer. So I feel like that would be more down. The, I feel like in a year or two. Because the transfer process is, is not immediate, usually. You normally have to sit out sure. a year. 
So I feel like yeah, for the, yeah, you're right, the you're coming right. years, it'll be impacted. I'm sure the there's been a, a slowing of, of the transfers, but for feel like that'll impact down the line more. So, But this yeah. guy was absolutely outstanding. I, I came away really, really impressed. I came away thinking this guy could, you know, really compete with even a, an Aguiyev. Yeah, where's this dude been? This guy was good. That's what so I felt like. He's been MIA for like three years. Classic. Well, what do you mean MIA? Where's he he's, been? He's been going through the transfer process. He's been on assignment. Okay. I guess. I don't know. Um, He he was very good. He was like two or three guy at 57 uh, in 20, like 17, 18, 19. He actually okay. he beat Abbas Kadzi at 2017 oh. Oregon. He beat Cologne in 2018. At Medved, okay. too. At 61 um, or 57? 61. He hasn't competed at 57 okay. since 2017 World Cup, which might okay. have had an allowance. I don't know. That could have been plus two kilos. Yeah. But, even, I mean, even at Euros this year, he competed at 61 and then 65 at Mediterranean Games. He's really uh, – I mean, he's, like, extremely flexible, but he's really – He's Twitchy, like powerful. He's, very he's powerful. like Musakayev without the uh, – but actually trying. Yeah, but and without the uh, <laughs> gamesmanship. Yeah, without the gas. <laughs> a little tank. bit of a gas tank. Um, no, I, I was impressed with him both offensively and defensively. Um, you know, Gil- Gilman looked pretty good prior to the finals. Yeah, uh, I thought he had a really good chance to win. Um, yeah, and then he wasn't really close, and this guy really didn't show very many signs of fading as the match went on. Um, Nor did he yeah. show just much vulnerability in general. Like Correct. he was I mean, good yeah, for like everywhere. An arm through Gilman. He had the the, the arm throw for two. Yes. Um, he offense de- defense. He just he does not yeah. give a lot of opportunities. Very very good wrestler. Very Another good. reason why the U.S. I think has seen success. Um, nobody is hardly anybody is underperforming. Gilman is probably yeah. the only guy on paper where you were like, if you just look at result, like. This is not what you expected. We expected Gilman to get gold with this field. Obviously, yeah. now knowing about well, Abakarv, it's yeah. like, okay, well, he, it's, oh, I wouldn't even say that he underperformed, but sure. Every, nobody is yeah. underperformed this okay, year. Okay, but also, so when you look at that, I, I feel like I kind of, um, I maybe I brought this up without bringing this up. When I talked about the discrepancies in score, um, and guys not being like really close to us. So obviously one of the things that causes you to lose matches that maybe you shouldn't lose is when, when they're close, right. uh, because obviously it will take down our turn can swing them. Like we didn't have a lot of close matches. I mean, if you look through Gilman, his closest match was four points of the matches that, uh, Seth Gross won six points. Um, Yanni did not have, well, we'll talk to Fanyan was, it was four zero, but besides that, nothing was competitive. Zane, same thing. Uh, Dake had two competitive ones, but not till the semis and the finals. Burroughs, only the final. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you go through these guys, it's like, well, they were just a lot better. Like, it it wasn't really that competitive. And so when it's not that competitive, there's no – I mean, there's not really a big chance of losing because you're up by five or six or seven, and you make one stupid mistake, well, you're still up by four. Like, who cares? Yeah, I I just think with how – even though there there are a ton of dominant wins that you just cited, like, so – you think about the Zane – finals losses almost as an example like 
one little yeah. thing. All it takes is sure. one little thing. He was right there on that finish, and then he ended up yeah. getting teched out of the very same exchange. So I think there there mm-hmm. needs to be a little credit for for yeah we're we're dominating some really good wrestlers, and it doesn't take but one little thing for it to go for it to go wrong. And we're just not having. It's wild. Like, but but think about when's the last time a, a USA wrestler came in with like we we're really excited about their performance, and they just drastically underperformed like well i, I think, think you... there was a lot of years when we were i don't want to say delusional but maybe we were uh you know we were playing a significant home team bias i think that's what it was sure but i'm thinking like the last four or five years when's the last time you're saying with now with like yanni and zane like uh in previous years both or, of them or even have... our big guns like they just they just perform on on the level Ooh. almost like Jordan Burroughs, Who 2016. Yes, that's the example that always sticks out. Burroughs in 16? That is yeah. the example that always sticks out. I mean, otherwise out. you're yeah. talking about like a Jaden in 17 when he got You're talking about Kyle Lucent to Sharifov. Yeah, an Olympic champion. Like the... the... Yeah. That's, I, I just, I think there is, a, I think there's a significant skill level discrepancy with the very best guys and our guys at this point. They, our guys are so good that there's not a lot of guys in the bracket that they're going to lose to very often. I think I th- in wrestling is one of those things where and we talked about this with the pro league. It's like, you need something to be competitive for people to be interested in it. But they're like, if I, if I have uh Kyle Snyder wrestle, every guy in the bracket, there's a bunch of these dudes, like the majority of them, he's going to beat 10 out of 10 times. Like he will beat every single time they wrestle. They will never, ever, ever beat him. Yeah. Same with David Taylor. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So is... I mean, when you look okay, look at all look at all the matches that we wrestled all, of all of the matches. I think I think it was forty. I think I said forty one. Um, of the forty one prior to the finals, so that would be you know uh, forty one minus eight, thirty three. Um, there was only like two that were within two points. Yeah, that's but it. I I also think that t- I mean we we have a ten zero over Bajrang in there. Like there's there's some yeah he whooped his ass it wasn't close I I know but that's a that's on paper a losable match for sure okay he gave him the beat down though oh, I think Bajrang is maybe on the downswing yeah for sure that sea bass match at him was pretty wild also I was actually surprised who did Bajrang beat oh, hold on I got the brackets up let me give me like twelve seconds uh Bajrang and the oh Bajrang beat Tavanyan which I I was thinking Tavanyan was going to beat him. Um, in the wrestleback, so I was kind of surprised about that. Yeah, is there any notion to the fact that maybe world level as a whole is down? That I mean, that's we're talking that USA depth, about. but we could also say Sebastian Rivera made the world semis. Is that maybe a notion that the world isn't that the world level has dropped a little bit in the past five years? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, what well, I was, I was thinking, I was contemplating this also because I was thinking about like, who are the good countries? Who are the countries? We draw them in the bracket, like, oh man, this is gonna be a freaking battle. And I was thinking, you know, ten years ago and maybe even less, Cuba would have been like, like we would not have won a lot of dual meets against Cuba from say two thousand to two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're still they wrestling stink. with the same guys pretty much, except they're all up yeah. a weight class or two. They stink, and they stink now. I mean, they're they're not good. Um, George is another one. I'll, I'll look Tur- exactly. Turkey's down real bad right now. Yeah, I mean Georgia. Uh, Georgia actually did it right. They had what? They had a couple medalists. They had, they had four bronzes. So um, Azerbaijan used to have some really good teams. I mean, they would beat us sometimes in, in the mid two thousands. Um, so yeah, Uzbekistan, kind of the same thing. So 
Um, I mean, when you th- think about it, obviously the Soviet Union broke up in the mid '90s. Maybe it was like a bunch of those former coaches went and coached other places, and now they're not getting that or something. Uh, you know, I don't know because there does there does feel, and it, it could be. I mean, JD could be right. It could just be the level of America is going so far up that that this is what it appears to us that everyone else is getting worse. Um, that could definitely be a thing, but I think there is a possibility that maybe you know we're in a little downswing of the world also. Yeah. To me, uh, I think it could be a mixture of or a mixture. USA of definitely getting better, but this also technically the year after the Olympics, I think that played a very slight role, but a role yeah. nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Like Odaguru not going. That's yeah. like. Yeah, because we had all of our best guys there. There was no one that didn't show up, right? Mm-hmm. Except Gable Dan. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, dude, we would have nine medals then. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, yeah. Okay, so we were on right. 57. That's and then I don't know where <laughs> we, got, we got through one weight. So we're, we're not going to make it very far. Um, I thought I thought Gross uh, really wrestled well. I thought Hartunian... Looked except like the, uh, the bronze was disaster. I mean, look, the, he was great before this. Disaster then. The bronze was a disaster. Well, I I think, man, I think that's the most prepared person to ever wrestle Seth I've seen. Like to have that was good. that wasn't just that was he was aware of everything that was going to happen and just yeah. had a plan for it and executed it. Like I think a lot of people were just showing up on the mat and trying to feel Seth out and wrestle him, and it didn't go well for most people this year. But that guy looked like someone that watched that was coached and was familiar with all the positions um yeah and it was kind of frustrating how seth didn't make any adjustments because it was that one it was the one thing that he likes to do with you know he pulls the arm and puts the leg in and the guy was just tearing him up on it how is that so good at that front headlock position they come behind he just holds the wrist he rolls through it yeah he holds on it's pretty not even where he rolls through sometimes he just pops his head out gets in like marco position yeah you can go you can go either way on that one um, How's he the, I mean, the other thing that we got to talk about with Seth is that semifinal, um, the challenge, honestly, I, I, be, I do believe the right call was made, but in, in the moment, so uh, well, I'll, I'll just kind of talk about the penalty through. on the moment, Seth. head scissor. Yeah, it was, it was seven to six. Uh, Seth was winning and he gets it on the leg or the other guy gets it on the leg and you can see the guy kind of like sends it, you know? And put Seth, but then he rolls all the way through. So I definitely thought, I Tyler, thought the we pull up the gross Ray Higuchi. Oh, we can show it, can't we? Yes, we can. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So it's um, there is uh, where is it at? It's I think it's the one that's fifty-five seconds left, or is it the one fifty-seven left? It came. Oh, it oh, came no. later. It was later in oh, the match. This, this score right thing here. has to be wrong because. Uh, your flow score thing is wrong because it is all twos, and there was definitely a one and a one. That's what I was going to talk to. Um, yeah. So anyway, so I thought it was clearly going to go two two when he did that action, and then it went only two for Higuchi, and America protested. And then when they do the review, you do see, and they did not call this in real time, but when they do the review, you see very clearly this step, right here, Tyler. Um, yeah, this one right here. So he he hit his legs together in a scissors right. You see, he has oh, he was yeah. scissorsing right there. So initially they just called two red, and you think okay, it probably should have been two two. Well, then they go and review it, and they say two red, and then they say caution one for the scissors, 
And then they say you one more for losing the challenge. So it went from 8-7 to 10-7 all in one sequence. Plus he was on bottom. Yeah. That was a whammy. Worst case scenario of yeah. a challenge like, ever. <laughs> literally worst case scenario. And then, you know, Gross felt probably correctly like he had to force something after that and he kind of gave up some Yeah, after more. that so, it was all Higuchi. Prior yeah, to that, that was, Gross that was, was wrestling out of his mind. Yeah, I I thought it was the – I mean, obviously it, it ended up disastrously, but I thought it – I was thinking challenge in that moment, not really yes. thinking about the penalty. Um, I mean, the only thing with with the challenge with the challenging there is, you know, obviously if you lose, it, it's a it's two, you know, another point. You wouldn't, th- I didn't think about the caution one. You think it's another point, point. Um, and like points were kind of going on the board a lot. So the notion that um, the other guy is going to shut him out the rest of the match is like, I think that's really unlikely. You know, that's kind of one of the things I was thinking. I couldn't believe Higuchi kept shooting like. Seth Gross wasn't scoring yeah. every time he shot. <laughs> well, he was. I don't know. I feel. I feel like he was kind of scoring a decent amount. Like, uh, well, yeah, yeah, they were going back and forth. But Gross they were going back and forth. Definitely kind of had the advantage. He was up like what, like seven to four at one point. Gross was up. Uh, yeah. And yep. then Higuchi mm-hmm. like got up by one point, and then immediately went back to the legs. And it was like that is the only way Seth Gross is scoring. But that's the that he was down and he had to attack, and so. And then the attack is what ultimately got Higuchi the win. So he wouldn't have won if he didn't um, continue to shoot. No, uh, yeah, sure. When he scored, well, um, when he, that that exchange we were talking about was off of Ray's shot. Yes, yes correct. So that, yeah. that was a pretty big turning yeah. point. That's what. Hey, so where Ray Higuchi? What he, year was the first year he won when he busted on the scene? That was a long time ago. He wasn't busted it? on in sixteen when he made the finals. Yes, won yeah, Olympic silver at fifty-seven. And then that he was, was going to transfer to Penn State, but it never happened. <laughs> it happened. He won four titles there, and now uh, now he's back to Japan. And this but is so where little... did he? Hey, he hasn't really won a medal between now and then, right? Or no? He has not. Where did he, he go? He's been bouncing around. He did win a U twenty three medal up at sixty five in twenty eighteen. Like he just hasn't really been able to crack the team, and I don't know why. Because he couldn't make mm-hmm. it. In, he tried in fifty to make uh, fifty seven again. It missed weight. It missed weight. Okay. For the for the Olympics. But he yeah. Just, he's between weights and uh, I think you see with 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 the Japanese wrestlers, you'll you'll see them, you know, kind of be gone for a little Out bit of time. Yeah. Not not that uncommon. Really, in international wrestling in general, it's something that happens sort of routinely outside of Americans. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Yeah, 
Uh, I mean, that, that is weird how that happens. And I guess we don't, we're not um, ears to the ground and have information as to why that happens. Yeah. I don't know this to be fact, but I do believe at least the Japanese place a high emphasis on Olympics. So it's like we value world titles right up there with Olympic yeah. titles. It, I don't think it's this, quite the same for them. I think it's like Olympics is definitely higher valued, and that's your peak. And then it's like, yeah, let me go take my world tour for a year, hang out, yeah, and then get yeah. back to form. Okay. All right. Yanni, breaking Yanni. the streak. He did it. 55 kilograms. We got a medal. Un- unreal. He had a – I mean, his path was not but not easy. Tavanian in round one. And I guess we and could that, we could start there. We'll talk about that. That was um, oh. rules reverse. Oh. We are He's very one mad. Of my favorite wrestlers. We are very mad. This was this oh. was preposterous. I don't know what the ref was doing. She thought um, she thought he was being choked. She signaled we, to her throat. It was a chest wrap. It was a chest wrap. I don't know what it they wasn't were even doing. a Sarah Hildebrand it, situation. If you it was a chest wrap. Oh, we got to, we got to talk about that. That that uh, was a straight wait, up. No, did we talk about that? We, no, we you and me about talked that, about it. Christian did not. About, I, yes. I do want to. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. Yeah. So Christian, you want to hear my take? My take is either outlaw rolling that direction. Oh, we got to pause this. We're going to talk about this. Either outlaw rolling that direction completely because the only way you're turning someone over to high level is by choking them, or just let chokeouts happen and then they get pinned. Okay. There's two two Let's very different it. directions we can go in, according to Ben. Let's go. We're going to go one way or the other. I was on the side you of... You don't go do somewhere not, in the middle. That's dumb. Do not allow chokeouts. Yeah. That, that was my official... No, I mean, the, the, but Sarah's here, opponent here, guys, was guys. just trying to choke her out. No, 100%. Because it's obvious. That's what happened. Okay, listen. It's it, not I an illegal seen, hold. It's, it's not an illegal hold. I have She had the arm. Multiple times. Senior level wrestling. Calling illegal hold and giving her And then they called the pin. They all know what happens. They call they call the pin. So why would you choke about like sure like I'll roll this way. If she fights it, she goes out and then she gets pinned and then they call the pin and then yay I win. Like that's I don't happened think that, a lot. I don't think that's I don't think that's wrestling. That has happened, Christian Piles. I'm aware okay. A lot of things have happened in this sport. <laughs> like what so why how is that a barrier or a criteria for something being okay? Tyler says like, new meaning of I'm instant saying, death. I'm saying it's a I'm yeah. saying, that's why it's a strategy. I'm saying that's why it's a strategy. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. If you strangle someone unconscious and you're allowed to do so, it's going to be a lot easier for you to win. That, that is not a, okay, that so is, now that is not a revelation for on. anyone. If you're the defensive person, you know, shit, if I go unconscious, I'm going to get pinned and they're going to so let you it have happen. have to turn. You're just going to start rolling. You're going to be like, nope, I ain't going unconscious, so therefore it'll be an effective hold. No. Um, Come on. That's, that's, that's high-level reasoning. You need to get on my level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I I thought it was very obvious. I, I think if your intent is to choke someone out, it should not be illegal. And that's obviously what she was trying to, to do. To me, it was not obvious. Well, then you just need to outlaw oh, the move totally. I, I watched it. I was watching it. I was like, she's just trying to choke her out. She's not trying to To me, to it looked score. like she was trying to turn her, maybe with a chokehold, but a legal chokehold in wrestling. It's she legal. had the head and she so had the arm. That is it. very legal. I, ban I it or let people choke people unconscious. By the, by the rule, that is legal right now. Yes. So going caution legal. and giving not to me not I could understand not giving her the takedown the pit, giving her a pin is outrageous but not why not giving her the giving her the fall would have been outrageous why based on based on she your chokes her unconscious you can't choke somebody unconscious 
that has happened. No, I've seen Wait, plenty of pins called after an unconscious Yes, you choking. cannot I choke people unconscious. Okay, so what are you talking no, about? I've seen it happen, but I'm guys. saying by the it rule, that is, like, that hold is legal. So can you choke someone unconscious You can still roll to that side. But, you can roll to that side. It's not your fault to go unconscious. So, but I'm saying, option. Yeah, you got to call exactly. potentially dangerous, like, and stop that before she goes unconscious. Yeah, if, so. If you're a referee. But it's not an illegal hold. Giving Sarah one point there not illegal. was not the right call. Not mm, the right call. Well, you could say there, there's – I'm certain there's things no, you can do no, that are legal moves here, that can be called nope. illegal God if you do them with brutality. No. You're done. Nothing? No, no, you're being You're, being you're soft. I'm sure I could think of an <laughs> no, example. You're being ridiculous. Well, You just I watched thought... a whole weekend of choking and you're getting soft on this? <laughs> no, I, I just think there's. this is what separates us from the you – Oh, know. we have it. Yeah, she's not <laughs> – listen, guys. She's not trying to roll okay, her over. But hold on. Guys, back to my point. All right, Christian, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remake the point since you didn't get to hear it. Okay, right here. Right to me, there. she's Let's trying to whip Sarah back over just like she ended up doing. Okay, guys, if you roll this direction at a high level, at a high level, the only way you're getting someone to roll is if you put them either nearly unconscious or unconscious because that is not a good wrestling hold. That's Correct. it. Good guys don't just get off balance and just start rolling because you still have a really good post there. Okay. So I have seen, I can think of a lot of them. Uh, Roman the, in Greco especially it works because in Gro Greco they can't even grab or push the legs. That Vlasov guy, he was putting out people out like it was his job mm -hmm. from, from this position. Mm -hmm. I have seen multiple matches where they choke them out, they pin them, they call them the winner, and then they wake the other dude up like, "Hey, sorry, bro, you lost." So, given that, you either have to completely outlaw this hold, or you have to make it okay to choke them out and pin them. That is the only reasonable answers. All the other answers are bullcrap. Or you can just call potentially dangerous and stop it. It's like when you have a bar. Well, and then you why go would anyone the do it? Why, why would we do it? Once they immediately start going that way. Then. Yeah. It, it's like, but it's like having a bar and you run it up the back. They just immediately stop it and say potentially dangerous. I mean, yeah. that's kind of the same thing as banning it, right? If you don't want to do it, you ban it. Yeah, but you don't give the other person a point. Exactly. I didn't I mean, say what? give a point. I didn't say give a point. I said ban it. I said don't oh, want to do it. Okay. Well, then, yeah. Okay, same page. Same I page. don't know. It would be pretty cool if people got choked out and pinned, though. I mean, that's <laughs> just kind of like jujitsu. <laughs> yeah. We did to go through this. We decided we're bringing back Hey, Christian, were you there? Were you there in the pin or submit meeting? I can't recall if you were that, if you've been yeah, there that yeah. long. Uh -huh. I, I, I started talking about the pin or submit meeting. Bader joined FRL <laughs> for a bit. Oh, did he? Yeah. Bader came on and we started talking about it. Oh, that was wild. Vlasov got choked out at, in the 16 Olympics. He got choked out. Where oh, I it? thought Vlasov did the choking. Well, I, he may. he may. I thought Bozo did uh, the dub. Bozo. Not a guy. Bozo. Um, I'm going to find it here. Okay. We definitely cannot show this one. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely go jail what, what? straight to... All right, so... Uh, yeah, this dude... Uh, Startovich. He's, oh, his name is Bozo. Oh, that's why you said that. Um, this that's basically a guillotine. But is that illegal? They stopped no. this. No, he, it's not illegal, guys. Okay, well, in this scenario, let's see what do what do they come back in with wrestling? If you have a head and an arm, it's not illegal. Points for that. They gave him points. <laughs> that's that's what stop. this is what I'm telling you guys. But they didn't call the fall. Hmm. No. I think there's another one. I think maybe Vlasov got one back. Why can't you pin him? If you can, okay. Why can't you pin him? I, all right, hold on. Just don't interrupt me. 
How Go. is it? How is it preposterous to you that you can't score? That you can score with a chokeout, but you can't pin them. Why? What is what is the difference there? If you can choke them out and score, why can't you choke them out and pin them? Why is that? Why That's is that what wrong? I'm saying, let's do it. Oh. I don't think I don't think you should oh, be able to score. Okay, is that which team are you on? You should you don't think you should be able to score. I never said that. I just okay. said that it shouldn't be it shouldn't have been ruled an illegal hold. Yeah, okay. As in like there's a difference between putting in a full Nelson and then you your opponent gets a point versus running a bar and you go up the back and they call potentially dangerous. Yeah. There's a difference. Okay. Um I I, I would be for getting rid of Alright, we got to, but we started talking about this. Because of Yanni versus Tavanian and <laughs> the bizarre, which was preposterous. That was that was for yeah, loco. Get that back up. We, we, we can yeah. all agree that was not a joke. I don't understand. I just don't understand. I honestly, it was I, a chest wrap. It yeah. would seem more more likely you would call it because of just the contortion that Yanni because was doing. It looks so unsafe here. Which because I, even, even that's not a that, even that's not a reason to stop it. It but, was the same position, basically. But then she's saying choke. She does, yeah. yeah, right there. It was the same position, similarly to Sarah, but he had a chest wrap instead of across the throat on the other on the side. Yeah, on the other side, because like he's like contorting well, the back. So that, and that's the thing. So with the you know with a front head pinch going the opposite direction or this chest wrap, you catch on to the shoulder, so you're actually like moving, you're lifting and moving the the torso, right? Whereas if you're going this way towards this side. You're just pinching the neck. You can't actually move the torso because you only have the neck on that side. Big difference. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when Tavanian hits this afterwards, there's 20 or 26 seconds left. And obviously then he has to attack because he's up or down 4-0. to zero. And Yanni scores. Yanni does score off his own shot, I will say. But obviously yeah. – Changed things. Yeah. When Tavanian was shutting things down, Yanni didn't score the entire match. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was, um, and that was like Yanni looked so good in uh, in the finishing positions against uh, Bajrang and against Seabass. He was just really fluid in there. Yes. Um, but in the finals, and, and then in this match also, he kind of did struggle to get in real deep on any shots. I mean, the obviously, first the finals, shot, he had he the got one in real deep against that first exchange was bananas. Eight, yeah, four, right off the right? bat, eight six, eight, eight six. Yeah, I think the correct score was um, nine six because you know he ends up on top, so I think he should have got the one point for ending up on top also. Um, but yeah, I guess it's up for debate. That was a really tough. I mean, they came up with four two initially, and then I said I said eight, eight I said nine six was my guess. Yeah, so you're that's pretty I close. Have to go back and rewatch. I, I watched exactly. it and I was like, man, I don't. I was just like, let me just move on here before I start crunching the numbers. Uh, but that that the uh, the Iranian was fantastic. Uh, really, Dude, he's good. He's really freaking good. Are any Jun- fans calling him the next Yazdani? I mean, he's junior world champ. He's sort of cadet on world that champ. Two time. He's like two time cadet and junior, I think, world champ. Yeah. So, yeah, like when we talk about good countries, kind of we talked we talked about that a second ago. Like, what other countries are really good? So it's like when you wrestle an Iranian, you know, like okay, this is gonna be a battle. Like they, you know, we might beat them, but they got a lot of tough dudes and like. You know, if we were say to do a dual meet, it would be highly competitive. Whereas, yeah. like, okay, Cuba now, like, yeah, we're gonna blow them out. You know, mm-hmm. and so when you, JD, when you propose that the world might be down, I think, I think there maybe is a little bit of a possibility of that because, like, okay, 
we're not that much better than Iran, for example. And maybe this is an up year for them also. But, man, they had some good guys. I want to say at almost every weight, they feel like they had some good. They've had some disastrous uh, worlds in the past relative to their ex- expectations. and I, I guess it they, also depends on when they get busted for doping. I thought they looked fantastic. This, I thought they wrestled well. Obviously, Sarlacc did not have a, a great performance. Zare not winning well, is, maybe us is, too. is a shocker. Didn't even get a wrestle. And Yeah, and that was obviously uh, detrimental. You know, they had a guy of Baby Oz's caliber not able to even compete. So, without getting into that whole situation, that was yeah. bad. Let's not get After that, that opening sequence, Amuzad outscored Yanni 7-0. to zero. Yeah. It was all him. I mean, he, he's... Yeah. Yanni could not get to legs after that. Could not get to his legs. And even he shot himself in the front head a couple of times. I think Amuzad got two go-behinds. He had a... He's, um, and he's and really Amuzad was there. so good at hitting that... Uh, underhook throw by and, and some of the times he didn't even have a deep underhook it was like a super shallow underhook and he was still able to kind of get through there to the leg it was kind of i don't know if we can bring that up but it was kind of wild how effective he was there he had one i bet we're thinking about the same one where i watched it i don't know how many times because i couldn't understand what he was doing that made it look so easy because he wasn't like yeah, hanging he in the it. amount of force like, boom and like yanni turns completely down and yeah. he just gets an easy easy finish it was really um, what happened to Baby Yaz? Ask Orange out. Uh, Iran can't wrestle Israel at the anywhere, like in, or they can't face them in anything athletic. And Yazdani drew uh, Fine Silver of Fine Israel silver. in round one. The, and so the thing tournament. that I think is preposterous about that is they can wrestle Americans, and Fine Silver is clearly American. He wrestled in America yeah. his whole life. And yeah. He just he's wearing a flag, and so now they can't wrestle him. It's so weird. It is. It's yeah. Terrible, terrible thing. Um, Amuzad also, in addition to like that, like kind of Farney pick under a throw by that he does. I've never seen anybody be able to from over under. Generally speaking, a fifty fifty position. What he does is he like jumps to his knees and then just whips people over. Yeah, you know who else? Mike showed me does that a lot. Uh, Chidham does that a lot. Mm Hmm. Yeah, he really tries it a lot. Yeah, he, he generates a lot. I mean, that guy generates a lot of force. The other thing is, um, uh, and this is kind of probably a comment on Iran in general, they keep their legs so wide, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it feels like it should be more unathletic, but they're they're good there. I, I don't know. It always feels like, dude, why are your stances so wide? Um, but it works for them. They do it their own way. I, I feel like their Iran is a little less mechanical – and just like single threaded through one position, I do think they're sort of adding elements to their wrestling while keeping that a similar. Well, yeah, obviously, the under straight up just under look at gas and pour. That's what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I felt like Jaden truly worked to score that he entire did. match. Yeah, I mean that that was one. You know, sometimes you'll be like, man, oh, it, it, he wait? Did he wait too long? Or this or that? Jaden had the urgency throughout this entire match. Yeah. Gassenpour was just better. He just couldn't crack it. I mean, not yeah. that he can't. He just didn't on that occasion. Um, yeah. He's and nobody finishes a high C better than him. Oh my either. gosh, that he, was he, he was doing it to everybody too, not just Jaden. That was beautiful, beautiful how he pulled himself in there. Uh, well, why don't we? We're if we get to a guy, let's just talk about him. We can we can bounce around. But Jaden okay. brings home silver. Uh, a strong performance. He was dominant up to the final, which we, it was kind of like a, uh, 
like a Taylor Yazdani, like it was just a, a foregone conclusion if these guys are opposite that they would hit, and they did. And um, it was one left side high crotch from Gossenport was was the difference. And go back and watch, you'll see how hard Jaden worked and just how prepared Gassenport was and how good yeah. he was defensively. Yeah, Jaden really, I mean, uh, I would say that's one of the times where Jaden has worked harder and, and maybe a Kyle Snyder match, we could say, where he's worked really hard and not got to a leg. I mean, uh, I know a few of the other times he's lost internationally. We've said things like, damn, we wish Jaden would have fired off more attacks or he needed more urgency. But with this one, dude, he worked, he, he worked hard. He was really trying to get to him and gas him for he's a beast he is a beast and i'm i'm curious about him and iran's plans for for 97 does he go up and is he ultimately going to be the he's guy to go up right to, to me i think he is their best option at 97 um yeah even better than mohammedian who snyder um mohammedian looked like nothing in the finals against snyder i mean if we looked if you watched the match of him and snyder the last time and then him and snyder this time you're like wait 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 what happened here yes um weird not weird i mean (laughs) well we all know i already said it yeah he got off the sauce yeah he is sauceless they, they didn't, they didn't sign for him right Perhaps he was lost in it. And may, may that be a lesson <laughs> to all you listeners. Don't get lost in the sauce. Uh, well, go watch ADCC. Uh, oh, my gosh. Those guys <laughs> all got found. Okay, the, the side-by-side pictures of Galvao are preposterous. He, he, looks, someone, he looks so amazing. Someone put a picture of him in 2000. I think it was the last time he fought, like 2010 maybe-ish, like fought MMA. And oh, then they the put a picture of him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Gordon too. But he, I mean, Galvao's shoulders—it's like how do you even get to his neck? Because your shoulders are like this big, yeah, like they're like traps up to his ears. <laughs> yeah. Yes, monster, monster. <laughs> oh, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. So, and then Snyder, uh, just workman like six zero in the final. But really, the yep. Mohammedan match was the one we were all cued on, and uh, a four one. Really, no, he got the takedown right away in that one. Um, he shot right off the whistle in, in, in Mohammedan. Yes, yes, immediately almost. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, that was. And pretty I don't much say it. this guy's name in the finals. Sukulov probably. Uh, yeah. he wasn't. He wasn't really all that competitive. Snyder shut him down, and the other guy never really. Yeah. Uh, he didn't even really come that close to scoring at all. No, no, he didn't. So Snyder back on top, twenty six years of age, now a three time world champ, Olympic champ. Two-time world silver, one-time Olympic silver, one-time bronze, eight medals, eight for eight in the medal category. Yeah. I know we're saying the goat discussion, um, and I'm not going to bring it up. But how crazy is it that we had – I'm going to exclude Jordan for a second because we're not having that discussion. We had one guy win his third, and two guys win their fourth. Yep. Like prior to this year, uh, there had only been two guys in the history of America that had won four world titles, yes. world and Olympic. There's a lot of talk about is this the golden era. The go- a golden era of USA wrestling or is this sustainable? In my I opinion, think... we will always be competing for world titles from here on out, at mm-hmm. least for a while. But this is we will not have, you know, four, five, six time champs all together on the same team so, like we do right now. That's possible. I think I think there's a good chance though. Um and so Russia's not there this year, but we did have eight in the finals, so we probably would still have had eight medals had they been there. 
I just, uh, you know, although you never know how the brackets are going to work out. Um, and obviously, you said with seated brackets, it makes it more likely that the right guys are placing. You're not having, I mean, yep. right? A couple of years ago, we had Taylor Yazdani round one. That was so ridiculous. Um, but I think it's going to be very regular where America has, say, somewhere between six and eight medals. Like, I think that's going to happen for a while now. I think we're really good. We have great depth. Um, you know, whenever these this this team fades off, they're going to go down as the all timers because they they came in in an era where once they made the team, they kind of stayed on the team. They're both they're great also, and I think that's going to be harder for guys to do in the future. I think even when guys are winning, I mean, look at Russia; it's pretty rare they have a guy stay on the team for that long, even when they're winning world titles. Right? There's a guy who'll come in, win a couple world titles, and then boom, the next guy's on the team. You know, I mean, yeah. think like '74, it was. Um, you know, going back a while, it was Satiev won a bunch of world titles, but then Mertzaliev came in, he won world titles. Then Sidikov came in, he won world titles. Then uh, that what was the other steroid dude for that that battle? Sargush then Godoyev, Godoyev, right? Then he came in, and right, and then after that, uh, you know, it was just like it just they just cycle through guys. Like it's every couple of years, you're having a new guy make the team. Um, and it's really rare where you have, say, a Sajulayev who makes a team eight, nine years in a row. So I think it's going to be something more like that. So I think it's like the golden era of American wrestling. I think we're entering and we're going to continue to have a really huge amount of success. But will guys be able to have the longevity? I think it will be rare. I don't think there'll be this many of them on the same team. But I think as a team, we are going to have a similar amount of success. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Because they're, this is really the first generation of that kind of golden age, and they've just been able to yes. hold on. But yes. as they come out, I think it will be a lot a lot more like almost like the Dayton-Seth type of situations yeah. than like um, yeah. you know, Jordan and you know, Jordan, who's been a mainstay, Kyle, Kyle, David. Jaden. Um, Jaden, yeah. Just, ha- just had a lock on these weights. Um, I don't know if we'll see that again. Yeah, I did. Yes, I, I think it's I think absolutely be pretty down. rare. Because yes. now between those guys, I mean, what is the world medal total between? Okay, so go go right now from our current Too much math for um, seventy-four to ninety-seven. This would be hard math, Christian. What are the total world medals right there? Thirty Seven, something. Seventy-four through be, ninety-seven. So Dake gotta be thirty something, right? Dake has five medals. Okay, Burroughs um, has eight. Burroughs has what? Nine. His nine. nine. No. Yeah, nine. So that's okay, that's fourteen. David's got how many? Five? Um eighteen, twenty one, twenty one. Yeah, five. Are you sure? Five? No, four, you're right, four, you're right. Okay, so yeah. that's uh fourteen, eighteen. Jaden has six now. Jaden. Yeah, he's got six. He's got bronze, world. bronze, well, gold, he gold, he bronze, silver. Yes. One, two, three. So he's got six. So yes. that's 24. And then Kyle's got eight. Seven. Kyle's got eight? Yes. Okay. So that, yeah, that's uh, 32. Yeah. I mean, 32. Yeah. Nuts. Nuts, right? Between that many weights. Mm hmm. Okay. Let's, um, we, we talked about Yanni. And that's with including an era when they couldn't all make the team because there weren't enough spots for them yeah i mean dake and taylor were, were held out for a while and still they're, they're just gonna continue zane 
looks amazing, uh, as good as ever. And I think he said that this is the first time he's really felt like he could wrestle. That, that he felt like he was when he was wrestling in college. And yeah. I think you saw it. And I think in the, his finals loss. Hey, we should talk about, before we get into this, because we were talking about 97, Jaden now moving up. Yep. As He, he did say that? Officially, yeah. yes. Yep. He said, move to 97 starts today. Wow. That yep. sucks for us next year, then. Who are we going to have a 92? Nate Jackson? Yeah, Nate. Um, okay. Took, he did take a match from, from Jaden. I yeah, yeah, I think... I forgot about that. What, what's interesting... <laughs> For for, I think the the next world team trials are going to be insane, um, because you're going to have some some maneuvering like Jaden is going to go up. You're going to have some guys re-enter the conversation like Spencer Lee, going to re-enter that conversation. What does a Zane do? Um, I think, you know, he's got to go up. He's freaking huge. Are you kidding me? Well, the question is when. Do you just I because honestly he can't go seventy four. He's he, going 70. Dude, look at him. He ain't going 65. He's huge. I bet he does. You bet he goes you 74? Think he's going down. No, 65. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. He's but, I don't, go 65. but I don't think he does next year. No. I think he stay, I think you stay at 70. Win another medal. Win another medal. Get to sit right. at least to Man, he looks so big, though, guys. And that's probably, honestly, that's probably a big reason as to why, you know, he he actually feels like he's wrestling well. I mean, I, I know I can tell you at, at when I was making 74, it was just like, dude, I was on a constant diet. I mean, like I was, I had to, you know, and I was, I, it was 74, 86 at that point. There wasn't a choice, but I think for Zane, it's probably the same thing. It's like, Hey, 70 and 60, 65 is still a long ways away. I mean, that's still 10 more pounds. He probably feels really good at 70. That's probably the proper weight for him. Yeah. And his body's probably functioning on all cylinders because he's actually feeding it on a regular basis. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously that t- to me that's the difference. Um, he's at yeah. he's at the right weight and he's been able to be at it for a while because he he tried to make the team at seventy and, and twenty one, but that was not that long after you know the Olympic trials. I mean, a couple months, but not a ton of time. Now he had a full year to be a, a real seventy kilogram. I think you saw the impact of that. He was able to get to his attacks. His finishing was there. He was, you know, he lost one one big scramble, obviously in in his final. But that dude's good though. I watched that dude his other matches. Fanta- that yeah, dude, he, he beat. Another reason to go seventy. That dude will not be there next year. Where's he going? Oh, oh really? Why He's not? going Greco. Greco. He he wants to acclimate to. He said it in an interview. I swear. He, he was appara- trolling. Uh, um, maybe, maybe, but he said he wants to uh, acclimate to like sixty five. Getting um to get closer to the weight, and he doesn't care if he re- wrestles like. Why wouldn't, why, why wouldn't he wrestle freestyle at sixty five? Maybe can't make sixty five yet. So it was sixty seven. You're saying? Oh my gosh! Give me. This is, I mean, he needs this to get bigger. So silly. I. Don't why would he do that? I agree. I'm just. I don't think he's going to do it. I, I think I'll, he's trolling. Yeah, I think he's just uh, trying to throw us off the scent. But I'm not on. I'm not oh. subscribing to it. Well, hold on, real quick. Uh, Oda Guru is coming back at sixty-five, correct? You, you think? Yeah, you would think, okay. but I. Don't this dude have should go up. I thought he looked. Yeah, massive. he should go up because he's young too. Yeah. F- feed that body. Get big. Yeah, um, he he looked powerful. He looked strong. I think he goes up for sure. Yeah, 
So Japan didn't have anyone good. Yeah, Takatani is like, eh, he's all right. Yeah, but he he's he's special, and the the exchange yeah. he he won. Zane was right there to finish that leg attack, and so who knows close. what happens. Um, but tight lace, and that was that was it. That's how it can go sometimes. But amazing for for Zane to you know he's been at it and at it and at it. Gets over the hump. Yeah. I uh, don't want to like bash Yanni, but I was please, much please more... don't. <laughs> no, but I'm saying we like, love Yanni. Zane, Zane's Zane's um, path was no joke, and I was very impressed with him. Yeah. He shut everybody out. Yanni, no offense to Yanni, he beat who he had to beat, but he got a call against the toughest guy he had to wrestle, Tavanian, and then he beat Sebastian Rivera. Well, in the semis. you say. Um... Maybe he was the toughest guy he had to wrestle, but he also teched the guy that got bronze out of that side. That's true. Yeah. So it's, ma- matchups do matter, and it's not necessarily true that Tavanian was the best guy. He is the toughest matchup for Yanni because he's so okay, that's just – Right. St- I mean, because yeah, Bajrang beat Tavanian. Also, we when we saw that draw, I mean, I thought brutal draw. Yeah, I was, was, I was extremely concerned. And if Yanni I, – I think it was a tough side. And also – if Tavanian does somehow win, he doesn't get pulled. Yanni doesn't get pulled through. He just doesn't even. He, so he goes from he goes world. He goes from world silver to likely nothing at all. That's um, what, yeah. that's what I'm saying. If he if he doesn't get that call, maybe obviously he had 25 seconds afterwards to score. We're looking at him going 0 and 1. All he needed was a point. Um, in that one. in that scenario. Correct. But yeah. So obviously he could have scored. Prior to that, he had not been able to score except the two shot clock points. Yeah, I and guess... we're talking about him in a completely different light. Yes, this is true. Completely different. Yeah, for sure. But Dubov, I think Dubov is the guy that um. That's the guy that wrestled Dan, Dan Dennis. Dennis. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Sixteen. Yeah, Dubov. Dude, old, he bro. was old then. Yes, he was old in 2016. <laughs> I was like, this old guy. I'll look, he's it, up. A I'll look it up. I remember. I even wrote. I may have written about or may have just talked about like this is like he wrestled the Corby, classic salty old old vet. Who? Corby, we were joking about it on the watch party because he's a short, bald, oh. old dude. <laughs> he's pretty. He's got a really good gut wrench, as I recall. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a tough draw for Yanni. He navigated it really, really well, and then hit a unbelievable Iranian. Kyle Dake wins again, four-time champ. Um, the the Iranian match. I knew when he was up two two late. I was like, he's just gonna. Hang on to this and and make it be extremely nerve wracking. This last, I think it was like a lot minute and a half because you're like, is he going to go and try to build the lead or is he just going to try to hold him off? And he was able to hold him off, but it it is absolutely like agonizing to watch, just knowing that he's like just wants to trust his defense, but it it works and works time and time um, again. Dubov's not that old. He only wrestled in uh, his first world championship is 2014. Uh, which I mean, that was a little bit ago, but not that bad. Wrestling and then uh, he took, old. he took bronze in America in uh, 2015. Okay. Um, I thought he was older. I mean, he just looked older. Yeah. Okay. What did you think? Of, I got why? distracted. I was looking at Dubop. What was the last thing you guys said? We were talking about Dake. Oh yeah, Kyle Dake. Pretty good wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that radio match was freaking wild. I mean, that was, uh, that was a really awesome match. What I thought was, um, you know, what what I said, and maybe you don't want, if you just want to listen, but like, just like that last bit where, yeah, we, 
He just I not did trying to score. Now. I just missed the big. Be- I, j- I only missed the beginning, so then I didn't know what you were referring to. Uh, yeah, that was. I mean, we've seen Kyle Dick do that before, though. So, yeah. um, he would be one of the guys. If you said someone's got to shut someone else down, he would be one of the first guys that said, put that guy in there. And it's one of those things where you'd be like, okay, eventually it's going to. That was a really nice. Um, what, what did the Iranian do there? Can we watch that again? Sorry, I'm watching again. Yeah, I was, I was clicking. I was on the screen. I was still looking at Dubov. Similar, not the exact same, but similar to oh, what Body did against him. A single leg to the seatbelt for Kyle. And he comes up in That's between. That, yeah, that Metzger. Oh my Metzger. gosh, Kyle did. somehow doesn't go over. You know what? I mean, I was actually texting with Keegan about this. Um, um, but the seatbelt, and so you know, this is off of a seatbelt technique. The seatbelt is getting really, really popular um, because it, it's a great tactic for pushing people around in freestyle. I mean, you saw a lot of seatbelt this weekend. Oh, what that we was dumb of... though. That, that wasn't four. That was what so dumb. What do we think about That's this four. call? This is dumb. This is so dumb. The referees hated Dake this tournament. Th- this to me. His semifinal, he got host twice too. That was four. I, I don't know what to say. Well, I don't. So oh, you they, could say it, that's one. It can't be one. It, it can't be one, and it can't be two. There's literally the amount of time from the time they step out to the time they throw. I mean, if that's not four, continuation doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, like I, I don't. You could argue that. I, I thought you, you could, could argue that. There's blew no the arguments to be made. Let's just bash. If they them. blew the whistle. Then it's what? If they blew the whistle, like before, put the sound on. I'm gonna listen. Before, then that that would be your argument. But I agree, it should have been four. Okay. Yeah, I thought four. I did not think any scenario would be two. Um, but the no thing way. about the Dake just playing defense at the end is like, has it ever ever once burnt him ever? Like him, just like he gets his lead and hangs on. I can't think of a single. I don't no. think so. Never. Never. That's what I'm saying. He's. I mean, even like you would say Jordan is really elite there, but then you would say, well, Jordan got got Sidikov twice. twice, You know, so it's like, Dake, but Dake, yeah. Um, Didn't Chimizo almost get him in that match they did for Flo? He was. He didn't. He was in on the legs. But he didn't. But he he didn't. But he didn't get him. (laughs) He didn't. I would have to go back and look at the ways. All the ways Jordan beat him. I think I can't remember exactly. I don't think Jordan ever ran him down at the end. Did he? I can't remember. So, um, Did he in the U.S. Open? I mean, that match doesn't count for anything. That <laughs> that, that match was just a disaster. Um, oh, it was a disaster. Um, so what about the Deeringer? Didn't Deeringer almost beat him at the end too, right? Once again, almost. But didn't. Who cares about almost? <laughs> yeah, almost. Hmm. So Dake takes out um, Salkazanov in the final who beat Chimizo. Kind of thought maybe it would be Chimizo, but Salkazov, who I think had beaten Chimizo prior. Yes, so, Big Salk's legit. He's, he is good. He is good. Slovakia's so, so got a nice recruiting pipe, pipeline also. they got a handful it's of Russians. Because so got... an Ossetian coach is now coaching there. So all their uh, Russians are, all, all their guys are Ossetian. Uh, so they got Makoev, Sakulov, who was in the finals, Ossetian. and Salkazanov. Ossetian. You <laughs> keep saying it. All right. Uh, so great, great performance by Kyle. Rarified air. Um, he's going to be joining the Nittany Lion Wrestling Club. Huge, huge news there. We kind of already touched on that earlier in the show. Um, 
what, what, why don't you just make? Why don't we just make that the official United States Training Center? I'm cool with it. Kale's obviously, <laughs> you know, he's the real deal, Bubba. What Whether it is it, or whatever. isn't, um, give him some more resources. Is. I'm cool. They already got enough. Let's give him some more. Oh, wow. Yeah, why not? They're producing some results. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know what's crazy? The two, like the two historical powers. Iowa and Oklahoma State are showing almost no interest in building their RTCs. And, you know, it's like Penn State has done a great job. Um, Michigan's got a good one. Minnesota's got a good one. But, you know, uh, Penn's got a good one. So there, there are these places that have really good RTCs. But the, the two historical powers, Iowa and Oklahoma State, have shown like, man, we're just not going to do it. Right. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, we'll see. But I, I don't think long-term Iowa is going to be this – stagnant at the senior level okay we'll see they have been for a while yeah spencer coming next year spencer hopefully. coming yeah but that's just one guy yeah 79 burrows uh i guess we're jd is putting a moratorium on goat talk i agree i think it's just, i think there's so many things to talk about i think we can save it tomorrow and honestly honestly with what with all these other great guys, I wouldn't mind like putting it to bed for a few years, and then let's just talk about it in a few. Let's see how all this plays out, and then let's talk about it then. Um, I don't know. There's what a you lot think, of what Judy. ifs to get into. Yeah, there's a lot. I'm, I'm of not. You can go down, so we don't need to do it all today. So I, I think tabs. it's it's int- you can compare everything as it stands right now, and and you know make a call. But I was I will say this: I was surprised how quickly everyone was just like shift declaring. Like I, th- I still what? feel like it's a debate. Maybe my my perspective is that it's Jordan, and I won't get into that. But man, it's certainly. Um, What's well, up for debate? No one's ever done seven, so I think it's easy for most people to say well, seven's very seven is a large number. Uh, now you're now you're doing the debate, Ben. Boom. It's it's obviously debatable. Yeah, seven is bigger than I six. It's debatable. But, okay, it is obviously debatable because six I in think a it's row debatable. is insane. Except seven is larger than six, though. That is also debatable. Seven greater than six. Um, okay, uh, he will great though. Is there anyone that can beat him next year? Because if there's not anyone that can beat him next year, he's gonna get another one. Yeah. Um, before you know, he has to go down and battle Dake or go up and battle Taylor. I don't know who it is. Um, yeah, but like these first three dudes, they they weren't very competitive. Even number four, also not very competitive. Um, the final the final was tough. Um, that guy maybe has gotten a little bit better since last year. I felt um, like yeah, he t- didn't. I watching Jordan's whole tournament. I was like, did anyone even try to beat to, to score? Like, okay, they were so so, so reserved against him. Let they, me let me just explain this to you. Can I explain thank this you. to you? I had to wrestle Jordan Burroughs. but prior to that, I had also went and this is how a lot of people neglect this. I knew I kind of knew I was going to take an ass whooping, and I I did it for the team. Um, did it for team wrestling. But I went in 2018, right after I retired the first time. I, my good friend Brian Snyder's in Nebraska, and I said, "Hey, listen, I never, I never scrapped with Jordan Burroughs. I want to, I want to come mix it up." So I went for four days, and I mixed it up with Jordan Burroughs because I, I love wrestling, and, and I wanted to see what it was like. And here's the problem: if you shoot on him, if you shoot on him, he's probably going to reattack you and score. It's not a good idea, right? So you have to be very reserved in how you attack him, mm-hmm. and then. As far as like getting a hold of him, it's about as hard as anyone I've ever wrestled. 
like getting a whole right like he is so good at like this this position and blocking with his hands and pushing and then obviously if you over pursue he's gonna freaking blast you so you can't really over pursue right so i know what you're saying that but it's so hard like there's not good options there's just not it sucks like he's so good uh there's just not good options you know uh, i like to i like to be able to strategize strategize wrestling um and there's not a really good path to like how do you open up Jordan Burroughs and where's his weakness? Like, I don't know. You tell me, like, I, I don't think there's a clear path. I mean, like a Kyle Dake who's super elite kind of like neutralizes him by going, you know, and they kind of do the same strategy where, Hey, I'm just going to try to hold you off and get one attack ish type, or maybe a push out that type of thing. And even David Taylor, who is better at opening people up than anyone at opening anyone. people up probably in the world, wasn't really able to open up Jordan Burroughs. You know, he got, what one or two takedowns and then kind of held on as Burroughs came back and made it four, four. Yes. I think what so, you're, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. There's just, there's just not a good path. There's just not a good way to do it in my estimation. Yeah. That's a fair point. Um, for sure. I do think there is a, there is a, at least a slight element of so much respect given to him and like they're really wrestling the, the name, but then also he is so underrated in so many aspects of his game. Like yeah. you said, not a lot of good options. Um, so, like, how would you attack? I mean, let me uh, let's put. How would you attack him? I don't know. Get him. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> how did Dake beat? How did Dake beat him? I mean, you got to disrupt. Kind of stand there and disrupt his timing. You have to be a real. You have to be really. You got to be able to really move like like Kyle can, because uh, no one can yep. move quite like Jordan. You've yep. got to be able to. I don't. know. It seems like you got to get underneath him, like in a almost like a seatbelt or an underhook but i thought scenario. didn't kyle kyle went defensively right he got to go he got to go behind uh or like a reattack go behind type of thing yeah well like man so getting under him is really difficult true yeah i yeah. don't know not not a lot not a lot to work with e- even sure. in the situations where um you know he when i was training there there was only a couple times where we went like live live where we said shake hands go you know mm-hmm. um but there was more times when we went live and it was like situational he he wanted to feel my best positions right so i got it for a head i got it for a head pinch and i got a chest wrap in a you know a few of the scramble type situations and even in those positions once i got my positions once i got it was still like this is a really hard battle like this yeah. is not easy you know it, even against better people uh, if you give me my best positions, most of the time I'll just score. You know, we're talking about really high level people. If you give me my best positions, I'm going to score kind of, kind of easy, you know? Um, and that just, even when you gave me my best positions, that just wasn't the case at all. You know, he was just so strong and good positionally. Oh, hell no, Tyler. I'm about to slap Tyler. Oh no. <laughs> What's this man doing? Oh, what? Tyler. Tyler, this you're is, fired. No, no, no. Uh, no! Fired, oh my gosh. Hey, but he wanted to double leg me there and I wasn't going to let him double leg me. He didn't double leg you. He did not double like me. Um, Tyler, take that shit off the screen. (laughs) Before I come down to Austin. Real real quick, Tyler, I'm going to come down to Austin, and we're going to find out about that. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, Um, But, yeah, so I I know what you said, and you you texted me that, Christian, but, yeah, there's just not, like, there's not a good path to attack Jordan Burroughs. I don't don't dispute that at all. Uh, I don't dispute that. Uh, he's yeah, an amazing, amazing tournament performance. I feel like, man, is he dropping? What? Where's the regression? You know, uh, the only time I really think you see it is when he's down at seventy four. 
Like, other than that, he looks... You going to make your pitch again for him to go 86? <laughs> I mean, the the pitch is obvious. I mean, the the pitch that makes... Look, look how good he's wrestling. Uh, I mean, it's not obvious if you still think, even if he has slight regression at 74, if you think... You still have a better chance against Dave with slight regression than you do against David Taylor, who, in my opinion, is probably the pound for pound best wrestler in the U.S. right now. I, th- I, th- <clears throat> and I think that's very fair. And I think what he just did to Yazdani, now going to four and one against Yazdani. Yeah, I, I, I left. I after that match, I was like, two things: David Taylor running the quad, and Yazdani will never beat him again. That was kind of like my like hot takes after those matches, like. I don't see anyone in America beating this guy for the next two years. No way. Um, I know there's a lot of people that think there's people that are close. I, I just don't see it. And after that performance for Yazdani, I think David is, is going to pull away. And after learning more about what went into Oslo and just kind of the, the state David was in for that, he kind of almost – you don't throw that one out, but right now it's four and one, and the only loss is the one that was two months after he won the Olympics and reached his lifelong goal. So I, there's no one, and the crazy thing is how this weight, I feel like is the only weight, maybe heavyweights like this, where it's like, who's on the come up? Who is even in the rear view mirror, objects in the mirror, larger than they, you can't see anyone. There's no one near these guys. There's oh, no one. Off. Yeah. And He's I don't, young. But is he close? Who knows? I don't think he's close. Yeah, but he, we don't, we have no idea if how, how much he's close to gap. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think he's close. I mean, he wasn't close. Um, and there, there's, you know, I saw there's a question here about the the Iranian fans, um, and their stupid horns and their horns. They're they're criticize critiquing Yazdani's lack of evolution. Well. Nah, I, I don't think that's fair. One, not fair. one. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. One, that clause exists. Two, this in wrestling, there's so few opportunities to actually see where you're at. Basically, Yazdani is only measured against David Taylor, and he just kills yeah. everyone else. And similar for David right. right now. So you don't know really where you are if you're. How you stack up? Because there's no one even in your in your strata to to challenge you. Now he did look he looked totally outmatched, and David looked way better prepared and way just like ready for every aspect. And he was able to what uh, he completely took away Yastani's left side on the hook was not like which is just not even a thought. It's the question when you go into the match is like how does David deal with it when he's in it because he's gonna get to it. And yeah. that hardly you know what he ever did happened. This time is he only collar tied with his opposite side? Yeah, that's predominantly how Yastani gets to it. Is either if you're, you know, thumb blocking or collar tying with that side. His Yastani's left side, so your right side. And he he was very disciplined. And look, that's when Yastani almost scored in the first period with like 30 seconds. He almost scored on a push out because mm-hmm. he got to it. David got a little relaxed and a little undisciplined, and he like hung out there a little bit too long, and that's when Yastani punched it. Yeah, it, it's. Um, I thought it, it was, was a beautiful game plan and excellent discipline. Great also. game plan, great discipline, but also just ob- obvious, obvious preparation. Um, so 
I, I don't. I think any critiques of Yazdani are are not fair, really, for, for those reasons. Um, he's he's. We'll see how he. Well, now he has to evolve a little bit. Yeah, he'll make adjustments. Yes, he'll try. And he has. And like. And listen, think about where he where Yazdani went from. 2018 Worlds, where he kind of got he got broke at the World Cup. He got broke at 2018 Worlds, and then by the mm-hmm. Olympic Finals, he was he was way way closer and was holding yeah, him off exactly. really well. And it was just a late late takedown that won it with like 14 seconds left. Um, yeah. So that that was tremendous evolution. And then he beat him. So he made it. He made a jump from 18 to Olympics. Then he made another jump, maybe debatably, but he did get over the hump and beat David. And now, okay, it was David's turn to adjust, and he did. So we'll see what happens in twenty three. I, I, but I do think David is not showing any any signs of anything other than that he's going to continue to win. Yeah. And I'm honestly looking at these guys. I'm looking at Kyle. I'm looking at at David, and I'm like, why would they stop at twenty four? Other than they just don't want to wrestle anymore. I don't think there's any anything showing right now that they're not going to be the guys. Post twenty four, I know that's top. easy to say right, yeah. uh, right now, but yeah, if you're if you're David and you run the quad and win back to back Olympic titles, it is kind of like all right, what else is there? Probably run the quad, yeah. He well, lost run the in rest of the quad, yeah. But even we're still, going streaking like, through the quad. <laughs> it's like <laughs> he won, but in a way, it's like uh, I don't know, man. If you won the Olympics in twenty one. Yeah, but that blemish is always on your record. Yeah, I'm not saying he didn't lose in in Oslo, but like if you won, of the course Olympics, he won the big one. He won the one you want to win in the correct uh, second half of 2021. Um, and we should mention David in his post match interview said he, he contemplated retiring multiple times before this year. Yeah, he said he said that. Um, he kind of alluded to that after making the team when he beat Zahid, and then here gets into a little bit more. Um, he was that, injured a bunch, which is why probably he wasn't wrestling as much. And who knows if that'll be if that'll continue moving forward. He was so fired up in his post interview too. Um, yeah, he looked he looked really really good. He he said if he would have beat Yazdani in 2021, he most likely would have retired. I really? We thought about it. No, he because he, he said immediately after the Olympics. Uh, when he won, that he was absolutely going through 24. So I don't think so. Yeah. I'm just saying that's what he said. I know, but. Just saying. You know. Just saying. You know. You calling him a liar? No, I'm just saying the, the <laughs> idea of. I'm saying that's probably what he thought at the time, but I just don't think there's any way David. Should Zahid go up to 92? I don't know. I mean, I th- I feel like Zahid should have been competing at 79 for. I'm just trying to get that's on a team. Um. So I don't know. He could, if Jaden's not there. That's what I'm saying. With Jaden not there, should he go up to 92? Should maybe will no. I think he's just like on this vision quest, 86 kilogram path, and that's just the decision he's made. Um. Um. So yeah, no, I don't. I don't know what happens at night. You know, it it would be an interesting thing. I don't know that they should do it. And I don't want him to do David it. David go up to ninety two? No, no, no. I'm what I'm saying is, you know, are Jaden and Kyle gonna wrestle? And if Kyle wins, do you give Jaden a, a wrestle off? That is currently not I the rule. I say yes. 
please, yes. So I say special I, clause for world medalist. I say no. I say pick your way, make make your decision. You hate America. I don't hate America. I think just I just think it it, it really Give a wrestle off, bro. If you're I if there's something like if you're a world medalist and you want to go up and challenge them, yeah, they I feel like they need to have the ability to then come back and have the wrestle off because that's what we want. We want our best team. We want America's best team. We don't want to I don't have... know. I mean, yeah, you want... okay. So listen, what if you go okay, what about this? Christian then because think about this also what if Zayn goes one way or the other what if Jordan goes one way or the other and what if Jaden goes one way or the other we're going to have mo- possibly our best guy at three different ways not on the team because they're trying to set themselves up for 2024 that's not good we don't want that and honestly Seth you could see Seth or Dayton also right mm-hmm. so you could have your best guy at those four weights not there that's just not a good look so I, I think Events just have to have more meaning, and you just eliminate the meaning of World Team Trials and Final X. If there's a, well, wait, we could do this random wrestle-off. Lord knows where they would have it. Um, I think that matters, too. And America is going to be fine with whoever we send. And pick your weight and make it. Make the team. I don't or don't. like it. Um, yeah. I don't like it one bit. I like it. I like it. Um, not perfect, but I still like it. Man, we are... We're we're coming at time already. Yeah, that, I think it's a great ending actually because I got to take a big piss. And you know what else <laughs> yeah. I'm doing? I'm I'm reading my audio book. Uh, yeah, and I did it yesterday. And I'm gonna do, I gotta do. You're reading do, your audio book? Well, yeah, because they're like, uh, so my book is coming out October 18th. Um, and it's a lot. It's a lot of fun because I read <laughs> read half of it yesterday. Dude, reading audio book is so hard. Oh, your own. Like anytime you have to read it and you know, I thought read you meant some random it. book. Oh, why did you do that? No, it's my book. So, you know, first it was like, should we have a – they wanted a professional to do it. Or the first they wanted me to do it. I'm like, oh, can a professional do it? Because I'm not going to like doing it. I knew I was not going to like doing it. And then, um, you know, they're like, no, everyone knows your voice. You should probably do it. I'm like, oh, you're right. I should probably do it. And then that's what I read for five hours straight yesterday. Uh, I found like, the last like hour and a half. I finally like kind of got the hang of like going slow enough to read and speak at the same time. But it sucks so much when you like some of these sentences with a tongue twister. Like freaking read the same sentence six times and try to not f it up. It's so freaking annoying. It sucks. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. What's the book? But called? it was fun. It's called Funky: My Defiant Path to the uh, Wild World of Com- Wild World. They see that's a tongue twister right there. Man. Wild world of combat sports. I did mess that. I messed the title up like four times. Did you think day. about finding someone who is good at uh, impressions and outsourcing it and pretending it was you? Did you uh, even? No, you know, work I smarter, not I harder. Said I said I'll try it, and you know what? Like I said, it took me a while. I did get the hang of it, uh, but you know, so yesterday was it's obviously the beginning. Is mostly rest. The first three or four chapters are, you know, my my childhood, my and high school career, my college career, my Olympic thing. And so reading through the wrestling stuff was uh, it was a lot of fun. Where where are your uh, friends and fans gonna be able to purchase said book? Uh, or audio it's book? already on pre-sale on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com, and then uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be in most major retailers. So um, yeah, that's October, it's October eighteenth coming out. Amazon, I'm not familiar. <laughs> Gotta go all the way to the jungle to buy Ben's book, but I'll do it for Ben. <laughs> Uh, it should be good. Should be okay. fun. I was actually thinking, um, and listen, this is a, there have not been a lot of wrestlers because I, you know, my bookcase is, let me see if I can, uh, I'm going to mess up the audio connection. I would show you my bookcase, but um, 
I love reading about people's lives. I love autobiographies. And there hasn't been a really good wrestler biography come out recently. Um, you know, I've read Cejudo and I read uh, Anthony Robles and Ruin Gardner. Um, but there have not been a lot of wrestling books. And it's kind of unfortunate. So I was thinking like the, yesterday when I was reading this, I was like, some of the wrestlers should come out of a book because I would freaking love to read about, you know, uh, you know, Jordan Burroughs or Kyle Dake or David Taylor. Like, these, I mean, who's the last wrestler to come out with a book before me? Schultz, maybe? Did Mark, does Mark have one? So that was, that was Foxcatcher. And it was obviously about kind of the Foxcatcher story, but it wasn't necessarily like, this is my wrestling career and I'm, I'm going to kind of work through it type. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, JD's I, I read, been working that. on his. Read... <laughs> Who? JD. <laughs> reading this I did read mark schultz book and i enjoyed that also yeah um yeah so i think people are gonna enjoy hearing about you know the early days of wrestling and, and the college thing and um yeah i was i was talking to you about now nah, i need it i need it i said i was gonna cut myself off because i have pee so i'll just say this one last thought and just then if go, you guys man. have anything else we'll go. um is that uh you know it was like uh i think you gotta set like kind of like preposterous goals for yourself and kind of almost where they're delusional. And I'm reading the part where like coach Smith's like, Hey, you can come here and be Mizzou's first national champion. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go do it. That's what I'm going to go do. You know? Um, and you know, at the time it just seemed like, yeah, this is what I'm gonna go do. And then when I look back at it, it's like, yeah, that does sound a little preposterous. Like that does sound a little delusional, but it's like, well, that's kind of how you got to think about it. And that, that was how I thought about it. That's probably why it turned out the way it turned out. Indeed. Um, and with that, we will kick it to Tyler's outro song. The last I one like these new outros, I was on there. was I'm so bad. All right, what we got? Oh man, this sounds like this sounds like a, a grappling vlog. Yes. <laughs> kind of hate it too. <laughs> right, I like it. Hate yeah. it. We're out. Another terrible song, but we'll I get like to, it. We'll get to your questions tomorrow. Keep them coming. Uh, keep them coming. Call in too. 515-509-5071. Let's hear your thoughts on Worlds. It's kind of a bop. Told you. It's, it's kind nice. of coming. It's kind of coming. But it's time to go. Thank you so much. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. <laughs>